Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She's really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times, too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others, and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast, where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all their insecurities. They will feel it's a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with a sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Anastasia Semashko. Nasty is an international bachata artist, a professional ballet artist, and the first Lithuanian girl in this podcast, born in Vilnius and having finished National MK Chirlionis School of Art at the age of 20. Together with two amazing partners, Nasty opened a dance school and a nightclub that they keep growing. Even though she grew up in a small city in Eastern Europe, her talent is recognized worldwide. She is often invited to teach dancing, not only in Europe, but also USA and Asia. Her biggest goal is to become the best version of herself. She likes reading books and analyzing everything around her. Nasty loves nature and quality conversations, which we will have one of them just now. Nasty, how are you today? Hello, it's really pleasant to be here and your story is so inspiring. I'm so happy to be here and to help the rest of the women to feel better about themselves because in our century, sometimes we get lost about a lot of things, how we need to act or to be more masculine or to be more feminine, how we need to do everything, we need to be perfect. And we sometimes get lost and forget that we actually need to just love ourselves. Thank you so much. It's exactly all those topics, honestly, that we will discuss today. And even deeper, because you're a woman who has felt all these changes and chaos and uncertainty about what it means to be a woman, how to find your self-worth, your confidence. What is something that you believe if you could have known some years ago, you would have had much more confidence and ability to go for all your dreams. Is there one thing just to begin with, because we will discuss many, that you feel other women should hear? Yes. So I think at the moment I'm struggling the most with uh, being perfectionist and really self-critical. Because being in our century, we are judged by everything that is around us. So that starts with uh, social media, our friends. We are so competitive and we want to be perfect. And we forget that perfect don't exist. And uh, sometimes we aim for things that are impossible to achieve. And even if you are so good, you compare yourself with the version that you imagine that you can be. And you don't receive the compliments or when someone says that you do something good, you don't believe it because you don't believe their judgment is fair as you didn't achieve what you want. But if what you want is impossible, you are going to be forever unhappy. 
So what I would advise to myself and to other women is to be able to find the joy in the little moments. And uh, don't forget that you are doing better than you were doing yesterday. And even if you are not, tomorrow is another chance to do it all over again. So don't judge yourself by by what other people expect from you or by what you want them to see about you. Just try to be better for yourself and compare yourself to yourself. That's my thing. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's so much wisdom. Absolutely. I'm really enthralled and really excited about learning more. And I'll begin with this. You spoke as well about your inability to receive compliments because of being too self-critical. Some people, even psychologists, they argue that when it comes to friends and even to love, you tend to not believe if a nice guy tells you that he likes you or that there is a compliment, but be excited or interested into people who are more toxic or they don't like you, which confirms to you that you're worth is not complete and it creates a cycle of being surrounded by people that confirm the toxicity rather than the people who heal it because you cannot believe that you think what's wrong with those people are they stupid are they blind or maybe uh, whatever it is is this something you struggled with what's your perspective on this uh, how did it work for you yes actually i believe this is a really big issue at the moment i don't know how many other women feel like this but I felt like this almost all my life because uh, I came from a very strict school that is uh, art school. And as you know, ballet, it's probably one of the most difficult dance art that exists. And it is literally perfect. Literally. There is no other better word to describe. And um, I guess that because I started since I was three years old, it kind of put my mindset in this way that I have to be perfect in everything that I do. I have to be the best or don't do it at all. And uh, sometimes this disability of failure, it just prevents me from going in even into a situation because I'm afraid to fail. And uh, what you say about um, choosing the friends, it's also because, well, I can't be perfect. That's impossible. And, uh, I think, oh, I feel too fat because uh, I have to look like this. Oh, I, my smile is not good enough. My eyebrows are not equal. This is about the appearance, but also it comes from your personality. Oh, maybe I should have said this. I disappointed this person. And uh, then you don't believe that you can be good and you start kind of manifesting yourself into being a not nice person even you try to be nice to everyone around you you are not nice to yourself and you are kind of pleasing everybody else by the cost of your own happiness and that is really 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 toxic and i believe that what you said about being in a um, being surrounded by other toxic people because they approve that you are not worthy of a good company, you kind of feel, I wouldn't say that you feel accepted, but it's being in a comfort zone. And uh, probably I think a lot of people would agree, but being in a comfort zone, meaning that you are not growing. And uh, one of my goals is to be 
happy, be healthy and achieve what I want. However, if I'm surrounded by the people who don't believe in me, obviously I'm not going to achieve anything in my life. And to be surrounded by people who believe in me, I feel like I'm not worthy their attention or even their presence in my life. So I did struggle with this a lot. But um, if you keep analyzing yourself and you try to look at yourself from a third person perspective, not as you, maybe that might help to see the reality from another picture, not from your own. Thank you. I love this. And I'm really, really interested in knowing more. You mentioned, you said that you manifest, you know, toxic people. And the fact you use the word manifest makes me want to know even more about your spiritual side. Do you believe you're in control and that life is like under your control? It's meaningless in many ways and you create everything. Or do you feel protected that there is destiny that you are creating it and going in this journey, unfolding, discovering your destiny? And so you're not alone. Or is it sometimes this, sometimes that? And when you feel alone and unprotected, you feel even more that negative voice and toxicity. And sometimes you feel protected and that you're one with the universe and you feel better. Or how does it go for you? Are you a girl who's like so into metaphysical things that every night you're reading tarot for tomorrow and checking your horoscope? Or how does it work? I really love this. <laughs> I do believe manifesting is crucial to a person because, well, uh, I don't know if you believe in this, but um, I believe that we have uh, the world that is kind of inside of the vibrations and uh, how, for example, people with the goals work, they write down their goal and they put it in their mind. And when you believe in something, you are gonna one way or another way get it. But if you don't do nothing for it, you don't set your brain into the mode of I will have this. So you don't manifest it. You, you kind of fake what you want to have and you don't do nothing for it. And obviously in your mind, you already failed because your human nature knows that if you don't do nothing for it, you're not going to get it. But if every morning you wake up and you see that goal in your eyes, you fire up and even if it's, I don't know, something that seems at the moment impossible, you will grow during the time. And every, every time that goal seems closer and one day you will get it by the power of manifesting and by the power of discipline, by the power of believing in it and believing in yourself that you can do it. So if you manifest something, that is probably going to happen. But it doesn't mean that it's going to be good. Because you can also manifest something that is bad. So, for example, when you talk about control, what happens to uh, people who achieved something or they have failed or especially if they have perfectionism and criticism, what sometimes happens is that they are so afraid to fail that they get into a mode of when something happens, they create the worst case scenario. So. They don't, they don't feel like they will fail because they have the illusion of, well, it's in my control. I know I'm going to fail. And you manifest this, whatever you are going to fail in, in the worst case scenario that you believe in. 
But again, that's the power of your own mind that you can control. And if it controls you, this is the worst. You have to realize, okay, look, what am I doing? This is not how it's meant to be. If I'm going to say I'm going to be bad, well, I'm going to be bad. That's how it works. But if you say, well, why? Why did I mention that it's going to happen like this? Why does it have to happen? If I don't want it to happen, I can change it. Because, well, I rule my life. Either you run the world or the world runs you. 100%. I love this. And you spoke about the vibration running through you. I'm wondering, as a dancer, do you believe that there is a chemistry and compatibility between people and dancers that it's not about the skills of the two people? It's about their level of vibration together that creates something magical when they dance. That uh, some people might be too perfectly technical, but there is no soul in it. And some people can be good, but not perfect uh, technically, but they have a lot of soul. So the audience is really moved. Like to you, when you dance with people, other people, do you find that two people, same skill, but one with them, you can just not really enjoy or feel there is that chemistry in dance and another person, you don't know why it feels like magic. Can you speak a bit more about that? And if you believe there is a reason that causes it? Well, I believe you are absolutely right. And uh, the thing about vibrations and the technique, the bachata, the dance that I am uh, in right now, it's not about technique. Seriously, it's more about the connection and all the we call it social dances. So I'm going to explain a little bit of what bachata is. So it is an improvisation-based dance, dance that um, empowers people to open up. So as a leader in uh, in this uh, in this moment. So normally we say a leader is a guy and a follower is a girl, but uh, nowadays you can enjoy both. I guess depends what is your uh, energy, what you feel like at the moment and um, that gives you the power to express every feeling that you have so sometimes when you feel lost in life when you don't know what to do and if you for example have uh, if you are a perfectionist most probably you're gonna cope all the bad energy inside of you because you cannot accept that you are feeling bad you cannot show to other people because they wouldn't understand you have such a perfect life how why do you feel bad about yourself you are perfect right and you don't want to get this feedback so you run away and where you can run away the best is somewhere where you can express those feelings and dancing is literally the best way to do it there is nothing else because when you dance you transfer yourself to another dimension if you really give your soul to it doesn't matter your technique you can be that you can just put the music in the room and dance and if you put your heart to it, you're gonna, you're gonna speak, not through your mouth, but from your soul. And that makes such a big difference. You feel like no one understands you, music will, believe me. And when you dance with a partner, you spoke about the connection with the partner, right? So there's always the connection between you, the partner and the music. So if you are a follower in a couple dancing situation, it is so amazing because nowadays women are so independent and we want to do everything ourselves. And we forget that 
our feminine side is sometimes to just follow and you really need to turn off your brain to follow because you need to go you need to really give all the control away and that is so so hard but when you do it you feel such a relief however if you are a leader you can express another kind of emotion so you can take the music and you can kind of draw the music into the body movement of you and your partner so it it doesn't matter which is your personality type you can find yourself in dance and in the dance you find other similar mind having or sometimes you meet people that you feel like you know you know them your whole life and you just dance with them and sometimes that connection it's not sometimes you don't even know the language i've traveled a lot and sometimes i dance with uh, people that i've never met in my life and i enjoy so much because through the dance you connect so much but at the same time if you are dancing in your own city you meet people you communicate with them and dancing especially these kind of dances like bachata maybe i could say salsa and kizomba also as well they that's why it's called social dance because you're not only dancing you're also communicating and you're finding friends that maybe face the same struggles as you and that is really helping you to continue growing and uh, being better in um, in your mental health and especially in self esteem i agree this whole podcast are is like a sisterhood or a group of women who understands what it means to struggle with your mental health to have all that pressure and i want to focus on one point in particular just for both men and women nowadays there is a confusion what is masculinity what is femininity what is to be a leader why would someone enjoy being a follower and letting go to you who is both a leader and therefore you show the masculine side and also you enjoy being very much a follower not specifically in dance but in life what can you tell to explain two things one to women how can they let go of wanting let's say the be to be the girl boss and in control and what is like the fulfillment or the results as well as uh, for maybe um they say that many boys grow nowadays don't understand what is masculinity you who experience it through dance Can you explain what is the energy of masculinity for people in general to understand what is masculinity what is femininity what is the positive of each and the pleasure of each Well 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 we're getting into serious conversation now <laughs> Um right so from my perspective uh, actually I've been called I've been called a passive bossive <laughs> so you know like there is passive aggressive I am passive bossy like I am not so bossy but I get people to do what I need them to do <laughs> but that's just a comment by a friend that we were laughing a lot so I believe uh, I personally have a lot of masculine energy because I'm I don't know why but for some reason I was mostly being a leader in my life in a lot of cases and I felt like if I didn't do it there was no one else who would and uh, it doesn't mean that i wanted it or it doesn't mean that i didn't wanted it i was just always ending up in this situation for some reason i don't know why however 
And nowadays, I believe um, you say there is a problem of understanding what is masculine and feminine energy. And um, well, I believe there is because our world is changing a lot. And uh, sadly, but women kind of are becoming men because we don't feel like men will do the job or we don't trust them or I don't even I don't know what is what is the real issue but uh, the world is changing and it's a fact I don't know if it's good or if it's bad but it is changing and uh, well from the dancing perspective the leader should be the guy and the woman should be the follower if you take into consideration different cultures in every culture you can have a different view of the family and which one is right which one is wrong is not to us to judge because every culture has different understanding and different picture and for everybody i guess it's working different because every single person sees the world through its own filter so let's say uh, if I was born in uh, a family who puts certain beliefs in my mind, I would believe that, let's say, uh, the guy have to be the leader and the woman need to just support him all the life, be at home with kids and do nothing. Or maybe I was born in another family and I would believe that, well, the guy need to be served by the girl or maybe I'm living in some other countries where... There is one guy and around him nine girls. And to me, this seems like, how can I share my man with another woman? For me, it's not understandable. I cannot, I cannot even see this coming. I cannot imagine myself in that situation. But because they were grown under another circumstances, for them, this model is working the best. And because I was never in that situation, I cannot judge maybe that format is better than mine right so i cannot say exactly the answer to your question but i guess that should remain open because we are all different however from my dancing experience getting back to the dancing always so the guy should be the leader and the girl should be the follower the problem that i faced myself because uh, like i mentioned i'm quite bossy in my life is that for me, it's so hard to let go of the control and that becomes the problem in the connection. Because if the guy should be the leader, let him do his job, right? So I don't know if he compared this to the real life. I don't know if it's the men who are not, let's say, masculine enough or it's the girl's fault, fault that she doesn't let the guy to be the masculine one because she wants to do everything herself she doesn't leave him space to be the man so that's what i figured from my dance because sometimes i would dance myself and then you kill the energy of the guy and he cannot continue leading you he he becomes follower at some kind of point because you are doing everything yourself and you don't leave him space so I guess the same thing happens in life. And again, maybe the guy is bad and he just leads bad and you are getting bored because you are in another level. And for you, it's not interesting to dance. You don't feel like 
dancing, you don't feel like he's catching the vibe, but maybe you are the one who is the lower level and you don't let yourself be led. And I think that is the real problem nowadays because it's getting all mixed up and um, it's a real confusion. I believe that at some point we have to get back to find a balance. doesn't matter which one, but there has to be feminine and masculine side to match. If both of them, doesn't matter, it can be a girl and a guy, but if both of them are masculine, they're not going to work. Or if it's a guy and a guy, but they both have feminine side, it's also not going to work. One of them has to be masculine, another one has to be feminine. That's what I believe at the moment. Maybe it's going to change. Maybe it's not. But at the moment, my opinion is like this. Thank you. I love that. That's very well explained. And it comes from real wisdom and experience related to this. And before the last question, I'm curious about something. You said you went to a ballet school that was perfect and very, very strict. Usually girls who go to strict schools, they have a period or a phase where they explode into being crazy, or they go like drive fast on motorcycles and bungee jump and do all that stuff just to get it out of their system as a, an act of freedom and defiance and to not feel like a prisoner and caged. So did you have such a phase? And could that be the reason why you became more dominant and masculine? Because you have a bit of trauma from the strictness of the school and then the masculinity of a man, you follow in him, you worry, oh, what if I will feel again like I felt in that school and then it becomes maybe a reason of freedom or how does it work for you? You literally touched my pain right now. I was trying to avoid this topic <laughs> because, uh, well, I'm really, really, really thankful to my school for all the experience that I've got from there. And I believe if I didn't go there, I wouldn't be the person I am right now. However, there's always a but. <laughs> Obviously, it uh, gave me some kind of, I could say trauma, because, well, it was strict and it was rough. And uh, only the best can really survive it, I would even say. But if you do, you have to not stuck in the same position and you have to realize that life is not all about past and if you are not there anymore and that trauma continues haunting you that's where the problem is so it's not the real problem is the problem that is in the past and you have to let it go you have to accept that this was you and maybe it's not you anymore and if it's still you is because you allow it to get back to you, right? So either you get over it, either you get over it. You don't have another choice. You have to change, you have to work through and you have to believe in yourself, you have to do it. And uh, yes, I believe that um, your, um, how to say, really good note about uh, being crazy and being dominant coming from the breast, being pressed in school, not being able to talk freely, not being able to do what I want. I, I don't know if this was coming from school. I think it was also coming from my family. And again, I think this is why I become became such a perfectionist. And I when I go somewhere, I always try to be the best. For me, it's I don't it's not understandable. How can you just be average? You can't be. If you go, you have to be the best. 
it doesn't mean you have to be the best when you come. No, no one is perfect from the beginning. But if you come, your goal is to end up the first. And that is not always um, the right case because it's not maybe your goal. Maybe your goal is completely another and this is only the helping period of your life. And it's not your main for someone else is the career for someone else, but it's not for you. So you have to set your priorities and understand what is you. And uh, um, getting back to the same point about the freedom, it is really important to understand that you are not there anymore. I think this was one of the hardest things to do and uh, how it still affects my life and uh, that I can't sometimes listen to people. This is really painful to me because I really want to listen, but that just becomes so natural because all my life I was not listened to. My Not like I was not listened to, I didn't have the right to say my opinion. I never said it out loud because it was never important. It's my voice was nothing. So in this case, I always want people to listen to me because I believe I am right because all the time no one listened to me. And it's not correct because sometimes I have people who have more experience and they are right, but my mind believes that I'm right and it blocks the information before I get to actually filter it. And what I'm trying to do right now is to be more careful to try to take and accept all the information and after I accept it, filter it, then I can make my decision. And maybe even before talking, you can change your opinion. Otherwise, um, you will not grow because you will be close-minded because you think that you can do this. No, you can't. You can't. You, you have to listen because only through listening you can grow. And um, Obviously, I had the period where I wanted to do everything how I want to do because, again, because of the school, I was pressed and I wanted to do that and I wanted to do that and I did. <laughs> and it's fine. I continue. But at some point, it's good. It's good that I, I did everything how I want to do it happily. So at some at some part I was a rebel for like I don't know it was not so long maybe two weeks, but uh, I had to get through this because otherwise I guess I wouldn't let go, I wouldn't experience what it is to do everything how I want. And happily, for me it took only two weeks, but for some other people they stay in that phase for a very long time and they continue rejecting everything. They continue to believing that I have to be like this. I cannot be the good girl anymore. But, you know, once you're there, you have to realize and you have to, again, like I said, judge from the third person perspective. I needed this. I got this. Now it's enough. I got over it. I have to live my own life how I want and probably being rebel. It's not gonna solve anything. It's not gonna fulfill my freedom because freedom is not about being, it's not about being rebel. It's not about being uh, 
how to say it's not about rejecting everybody else's opinion it's about taking it learning from it being open-minded and being able to do what you want to do without hurting or without disrespecting anybody else around you and if you have like one of my actually goals right now is to be free but being free is not what most people think it is in my opinion if i can be emotionally free if i can express what i want to express and i guess that's why i dance because during dance no one will judge me from my feelings which i couldn't express when i was before pressed and during dance you're you feel such emotional freedom doesn't matter what you feel it's gonna get out there if it's pain if it's happiness if it's shame if it's regret anything you can just express to it and other parts obviously go to i want to be locationally free because when you travel again you get your mind into another level you study other cultures you realize how little you are because at the end of the day we are so little compared to the universe but getting back to the power of manifesting doesn't matter how little we are we can change the world so be free and uh, aim for the biggest however don't be too critical because otherwise you're not gonna achieve it I agree 100%. I love that. That's such an empowering mindset. I salute you for sharing this. And to finish this, because I want your opinion on something important. You said, of course, because of dance, you look at yourself and you think, oh, my body has to look a certain way. Some things related to how you should look. A lot of women and especially girls who are teenagers and growing up with Instagram and they see Photoshop, perfect women. And soon with AI, there will be even uh, imaginary women that look uh, uh, even better than humans could look. Those girls could be thinking to themselves when they look and they think, I will never be as beautiful as her. I'm worthless. I should never do anything and they become shy and socially awkward and they don't take risks in life because they feel their beauty is um, not there just because they constantly are bombarded with comparison with other people who seem on on social media to live a jet set perfect life that is always happy and exciting and always beautiful and they're always like amazing. Did you struggle with this as well? And if anything, what's your advice to those girls and women? So that they take care of their mental health and feel their real um, like beauty of themselves, their souls on every level and find their value. Sadly, but this is such a huge issue. I believe for such impossibly big amount of women nowadays and me included. Because again, like I said, I was coming from ballet school and ballerina should be so skinny and my body is not like that. So I was uh, I was starving myself and I destroyed my metabolism and uh, it doesn't matter how skinny I was I always see myself fat and uh, not worthy and sometimes even till now I wake up in the morning I look at the mirror and only because I don't see what I expected to see because well it's hormones you can't you can't have a perfect abs every day you you can't you one day you wake up 
and you feel like you are fine. Another day you wake up and you feel like, no, my arms are too big. My shoulders are too, I don't know, masculine. Or maybe I never say, uh, I want to have a bigger ass because I saw yesterday on Instagram this amazing ass. And I don't know, maybe some guy commented about it. And I like that guy. And all the hormones, they destroy how we think. But we, we have to be so careful about it. And we have to catch ourselves in these kind of moments. When in the morning you wake up and you don't like what you see in the mirror, you always have to fight against it. Because it's you talking to yourself. And that is what self-critical is. And perfectionism also there. <laughs> so we're getting back to the same issues. Because, uh, well, you have to accept yourself the way you are. I believe in some kind of way we always are perfect and we are the way we have to be. Of course, that doesn't mean that you can't do anything about it. So if you really don't like yourself and you are, I don't know, you are feeling so bad about it, well, go to gym or try to eat more healthy. That don't, don't, don't mean that you have to be getting on a diet and not getting any sugar and not doing anything. Well, if you want, and if that makes you feel better in a way of health, in a way of, well, I, I should get eight hours of sleep every day because on the morning I feel more energy, I feel more healthy. So if you feel better, please do it and don't abandon it because the little things really change your life, the little habits of every day. So let's say you go to the gym and after the training you feel emotionally and physically better so don't skip the gym go for it because if in the morning you wake up and you feel bad and after the gym you feel better do what makes you feel better and if you don't feel good i'm sorry but take it until you make it it's not my phrase but i really love it because again if you manifest that you're looking amazing if you if you argue that that self-critical voice down at the end of the day you win because if you continue thinking the same, you are going to lose. You are going to lose your whole day. You're going to go to bed. You're going to go to cry. You're going to go eat more. <laughs> and that is not going to help you feel any better. Because after that, you're going to judge yourself. Well, I am fat. And on top of that, I ate that ice cream. Okay, I'm talking now so stereotypical. But you know what I mean. So it doesn't have to be ice cream or you don't have to eat, but it's about you continuing judging yourself and not doing anything about it. And sometimes you don't even have to do anything about it because you already are perfect and all you need is to talk that, that inner voice down and accept yourself. Because not who are you trying to please? Are you trying to please yourself? Are you trying to please your parents? Are you trying to please the boyfriend or the husband or your brother or anybody else. The only person that you have to please is yourself. And it's not about the appearance. It's about how you feel. So if you will be starving yourself to death, you will be unhealthy. And on top of that, you will be skinny, but that will not bring you any happiness. Well, is it worth it? So you have to always consider what makes you happiest and choose to be happy. Perfect words to complete this really, really one of the best, honestly, podcasts that I have ever done. You're someone who shares sincerely, who has gone through the journey and is progressing on it. 
I can feel and believe that progress and wisdom. Thank you, Nasty, for your time, sharing your voice, for participating in this podcast. I wish you to finally feel free and be free from perfectionism, but also keep being uh, someone who puts yourself through the exciting journey of becoming the best, but without the mental challenges of it. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I hope that it might help a lot of other women to feel better, to find the confidence, to find the guts to do what you want to do and to find the guts to be happy because it really takes a lot of work to be happy. Sometimes we struggle a lot, but at the end of the journey, it's worth it. So thank you so much for your time and uh, have fun. Mm-hmm.